They have won eight championships in a row, and some of the championships were 10 points ahead. So if after eight championships, if you want to talk, first win eight championships, and then you talk. But the thing is, it took him four years. And that's to you, Klopp. Oh! (laughs) You got that? Come on, I'm all pumped up before all my all my pressure goes off. What pressure? All the juice, right? All the, the juice, sugo. yeah, all the juice. Sugo. You're gonna let the juice out. <laughs> the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go. Okay, uh, about I start the podcast right now. I think you should start the podcast. Okay, okay. hey it was guys, a great week for you. Ready, ready. Yeah, let's go. One, two, three, clap. <laughs> Nobody clap. Oh, oh, okay. okay. So, uh, hello everybody. This is the first time that Antonio is introducing the podcast. Here, live from the dungeon of uh, Mike, Mike's basement. Now. On my left over here, I have Peter, the, the Inter Milan. Uh, Where'd uh, you learn left and right body? Your left? You. No, on my left. Hello? Uh, yeah, you, t- my left. you turn all the way 360. Yeah. So my left, okay? Yeah. Next to Peter, we have the, king, you give over it here, the, the king of the Juventus, the, the Bianconeri, uh, Gaetano, you know. Actually, we call him La Mosca Bianca because it's very rare. You never can find him. He never, he never calls you back. He never answers to your messages. The guy, it's like you have to put a, a $10,000 bill to make him talk one second. Then next to him, we have Marco, the, the troublemaker, his son. And then next to me, it's Mike. Mike, the only Greek on the podcast, the only Greek very on the podcast and he, very proud. And he's a crybaby because yesterday, I guess he oh didn't take it the right way, the fact that Inter lost against, uh, against Lazio. It was real miserable, guys. He, he so, wouldn't come to eat with us. Yeah. That's he, not he, the he, reason. On a Greek place. So we That's choose even a Greek reason. place. Mike. He was yeah. so sad I that Inter lost. I left Man, that. he didn't answer yeah. us. Yeah. We yeah. exaggerating. Yeah. Oh. exaggerating. Oh. Oh. He made up that he had a family party. What happened to this guy? He wins one game. And all of a sudden, no, that's the only thing. He, 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 he introduces. Lost. Listen, he, he introduces the podcast. <laughs> yesterday we won twice. Inter lost and AC Milan won today. So it's like a two games in a double win, double win, a win win situation. Sad to see how how far Milan has fallen. Oh, wow. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Where were you last week? You were first place. Tell me, where are you now? Third place. Third. <laughs> Three Hello? points. Hello? Three okay. points. Okay. I'll tell you what. What? I'll tell you what. The panic is going to start to settle in if something goes right, goes not right 100% the next couple of weeks. You're going to tell me. Well, the next couple of weeks, we're going to have a, a tough test. Oh, yeah. We have Juventus, March oh. 1st. So. But, but you're the best team on the world. You shouldn't be, uh, you shouldn't be oh, fe- you know, the fearing the best. Who said the, who you know, Juventus. <laughs> Juventus should be nothing for you. You should be yeah. a walk on the park. We should be trembling. Yeah, you should, guys should That's be trembling. Yeah. Look at this oh guy here. So what are you going to do next week, Mike? You're going to become a Juventus fan? I'm already a Lazio fan. Oh, Lazio fan. <laughs> Sorry, Pete. Overnight, I transformed. Okay. So I'm Flipper, has, so Flipper was, has flipped again I'm, back. You don't don't, don't, worry, don't worry about Inter. You got to worry about your, uh, don't your worry. Milan. Hey, say hey, you're going to Fiorentina. First of all, Fiorentina. Okay, let me tell you something about Fiorentina. Aside from Joe Barone and Rocco, which are our friends, I think AC Milan is going to take that. And we're going to go to Florence and we're going to win the game. Sorry, Joe, for this time. You're going to hate me, but it is what it is. He's not your friend. Okay? So, uh, and Cutrone, already we spoke with him. We're going to keep him quiet. Maybe he's going to be sat on the bench because uh, they suspect that something is still going on on Cutrone's heart. Cutrone is still uh, is bleeding red and black. So, uh, for a little while, I'm going to be more... 
He's got a tattoo of AC Milan. So I see. He covered it in purple. He did? Yeah. I didn't know that, man. He called me yesterday. So, Marco, take over. I don't know what you want to want to start. Where are we starting off first? No, I mean, listen, we had. I think it's been a little while since we had us all on the podcast. Yeah, especially Gaetano. He's been slipping away from us. You've been busy? Yeah, well, I was uh, <laughs> making deals. I was sick one uh, one oh, week. Yeah, oh. That's right. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, you know, some people uh, they have to work. <laughs> yeah. the, the yeah. This guy's like a needle of the haystack. You know, once in a while we find him. The people have been missing you. I saw in the comments. They're all asking where oh, you yeah? are. Yeah. They said, bring a person that actually knows how to speak culture and stop bringing Anto. So we're like, okay, that means nice. Gaetano has to Thank you. <laughs> You're looking good now. You look like Thank a million you. bucks. You look all good. Hey, can you take this guy out of here, please? I'm, I'm ready. I think we got to bring one of the kids back and just replace yeah, him with, oh, uh, yeah. with Wait, replace yeah. me or someone else yeah. on this podcast? No, it's good. Um, but yeah, again, another exciting week of uh, Serie And I think this was the week where I saw a lot more people pushing over to watch the league. Yep. I saw so many after this Inter Lazio, um, yeah, Inter Lazio game, which was obviously a, a battle for who's going to be second place. And you know, there's still some doubts. I think people, a lot of people, had doubts about Lazio. Maybe ones that don't watch Serie A as much, and they prove when they play the top teams, they do not stop. I know uh, Peter's rolling his eyes over there, but uh, I, don't know, <laughs> I think I think that's that's the only natural <laughs> place for us to begin because it was. I mean, the biggest well, you the played against uh, the best midfielder in uh, in Italy. I think that that guy, Luis Alberto and um, Milankovic, Savage. is a savage, man. Uh, Mia. Yeah. They are really good. I mean, in the middle. And uh, the I was uh, I was disappointed um, in what uh, Conte said after the game. They asked him about Ericsson. You know, first of all, I thought he should have brought Ericsson before. I think he brought it in too late. I mean, the, the mm-hmm. guy went in, he took a shot, and for a couple of inches, it would have been the the goal that, to tie the game. He was offside. Lautaro was offside for a couple of um, inches. But um, he says something uh, interesting after the game. They asked him about Ericsson, and they said, you know, are you going to change uh, your formation? Because you played the 3-5-2, and playing the three five two, it's not really Ericsson. Where do you put Ericsson on a three five two? It's really that it's not his position. It's probably better if you play the the four three one two or or the four two three one. But the the four three one two, then you put Ericsson. You got the two forwards, and you and you got Ericsson right behind. Behind, uh, that's probably his ideal position. And you know what Conta said? Did you hear yeah, it? So. What did he say? Yeah. He said, "Listen, we are here. We got here without Ericsson. Oh. He goes, and uh, you know, I'm not sure that I need to make any changes and uh, change the formation uh, for for him. You see, he cannot mm. take a criticism, a constructing criticism. He cannot take it like a real man because the guy is it's like a megalomane in Italian. You know, what we have this uh, this word." How do you translate in English, Pete? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Megalomanes. What's, What's his word? You that's, don't know. That's how, <laughs> that sounds word. like an ancient no, Greek word. No, it's, it's like when you ego. Right? Ego, yeah. a super ego. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, now it's got too word? much of an ego. Yeah, megalomane. It's an Italian word. Yeah. That translate. No, no, it's not. Translate it. Let me just tell you, megalo means big in Greek, so that's probably the root of it. I'm not sure if it's... Yeah, well, everything everything comes from the Greek. You know, If you've seen the movie, my big fat Greek wedding, you figure that out. Okay. So, but uh, megalomany means big ego. It's what gets me, Pete? A, a player like that, you spend so much money, you you just campaign so hard to get it, and then you get somebody like, a, uh, you know, uh, 
the Swedish or the Norwegian, whatever is he, is he from? Danish. And then, Danish, yeah. Yeah. Danish, okay. Why don't you plug it in from the very beginning? The guy's a very good midfielder. You put him next to Barella, the guy, you know, especially now that Sense is running, just put him in. Well, I think they want to take more time to get used to it. He's only been there a few weeks, and maybe he's not used to his, uh, to his tactics yet. And then maybe you want to try him that 15, 20 not, minutes. That guy's not a beginner. The guy's been playing yeah, on, yeah. on a major league. But it's, in, all, in, but it's a whole new formation, new tactics of You're telling me that he's sure not capable start, to learn? No, I'm sure he's going to start oh. eventually, but they it's practice, taking his time. Mike, they practice all the time, those guys. Uh, so yeah. I think Conte... He's got to ease him in slowly. <laughs> yeah. I think Ericsson, he... Um, um, his for his position is a little bit of a strange one. Like like he said, I think it doesn't really fit. Not to say it's a a, a case or anything. I'm just saying that he's more of an attacking midfielder. Um, and Conte's three five two, they're more of mezzalas. It's more one guy that sits in front of the defense, mm. and then the two mezzalas that have to do a lot of work. Mm. Where Ericsson is more adapted to being like um, right behind the striker, free, yeah, kind of like a free role yeah. behind the striker. Mm. From what free I've range. seen of him in free the range. a free range Deuce player though. and. And I, like you said, Conte is probably not willing to do his yeah. three five two. It was, even in his interview, though, he had um, a former player from Body when he was at his time at Body. He became a journalist, and um, I, they had like a laugh saying, "Remember, we won everything at Body with a four two four. So just to say that it used to be his four two four. Even though Ericsson still wouldn't fit there, but okay, no, anyway. let's oh, look no, at the maestro. Oh, yeah. Would yeah, yeah. he be able to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 you okay. see it. So uh, this is what I was talking about. So he's got the three defenders. The three defenders. Uh, this is Kandreva and this is Young, and then these are the three midfielders, right? So where do you put Ericsson? Ericsson' ideal position is right here, you know. So if you put Ericsson in one of those three positions, first of all. There's too much space at times mm. between these people and these people. There's too much space. In fact, uh, Lukaku is very good because if you give him the ball, then he stops and he puts mm -hmm. it on the ground and he waits for these people to come up. Mm -hmm. That's what he does. But this is too far from where Ericsson... So if you, let's say Ericsson is here and all of a sudden now you lose the ball... Hey, you got to come back here right away. There's a gap. So, mm. the, you know, this is up and down, up and down. And as, he's really not a fighter. You know, it's not really somebody in the middle of the field that fights and that wins the ball. He's a technical player. And he's, he's more a more creative. tactical yeah. player. So probably his position is probably better if you play the 4-3. And then, you know, then these guys, they get the ball, they give it to him, and then he, with one pass... He can get this, or he can take a shot. He's got a nice shot. And he gave up, in the last three or four minutes of the game, mm -hmm. he gave a nice oh, ball to Lukaku. Yeah. You know, with the uh, outside of his yeah. foot, somebody gave him the ball. In, first touch, he didn't even look. With the outside of his foot, he gave it to Lukaku. Lukaku shot with the left, they hit the player. So he's very good. He's got vision. He's very technical. He plays first touch. He's got all, and he's got a nice shot. Now, Gaetano, what if I say, what if he does a 3 4 That's one, what I was two. about to say. How would that I was work, about to say, Gaetano. Conte the 3 4 1 2, you can still work out because you just take the midfield, like thing, you said. He doesn't try that still, formation. You still, close, you, know, you still try to clock the, mid, the you, midfield line check, with four if check, players. Right, if you so, check Conte's teams, they always defend with at least nine right. guys behind them. But that's so what I'm saying. He needs, uh, he needs the width. He needs the width of the uh, the field, right? So when he plays with 3 5 2, right? So these guys, what happened? These guys are very wide. You got wingers. Okay? Yeah. You got the wings, which mm. these guys, they can defend. They can midfield. This player has to be able to defend midfield. And then when oh, he gets here, yeah. he's got to be able to cross the ball, mm. which Young knows how to do and which Kandreva knows how to do and which Moses, Moses knows yeah. how to do. So if you play 
I mean, this is just what I'm thinking. If you play the 3-4, the if this guy goes wide and this guy goes wide, right, it's, it's a little bit... If you have a midfield like Lazio, when Ericsson went in, the, the Inter was suffering right here because Ericsson was not coming back. He wasn't defending. Right. Yeah, so over sense. here, Lazio... It was very light over right. there. They, it was yeah. easier they to were dominating. Them. So this one would not work. But if you play the 4, 3-1-2, mm. right? If you play... The, then this one, these two guys can go, right? These this guys can stay wide. And then out of this three, they cannot all go up, especially if this guy goes here and this guy goes here, then these guys, they have to stay back, at least two of them. So you defend with one, two, three, four, you know, if you attack with four, then you defend one, two, three, four, five. Mm -mm, you you, mm -mm. you still yeah, have the defense, is still good. You don't have to worry about the defense. Or the four, three, two, one, uh, or the, uh, four, three, one, two. The, the four, two. You know, three one, which a lot of the English teams plays, right? But he's got. They're not adapted for him, though. Right? Yeah, because he's not going to switch us. You got Lukaku well, and you got the, on the two over there. Yeah, the, yeah, the Lautaro. Yeah, he's not you know, Lautaro. You know, he plays forward, so this would be ideal for Ericsson, This position here, yeah. you got to change a whole. Yeah, but Lautaro. Where, where do you put Lautaro? Yeah, you would put Sanchez. So probably the 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 best thing for him is if it if we would do the four two three one. He didn't have to change much. I mean, this guy's young can still go up and down mm. on this side. He could have Moses. He could have um, um, Barella going up and down, or D'Ambrosio you're going up and down, and then you have your three midfielders which you have right now. You know, Brozovic with Barella and... Sensi or Vecino, whoever. Or Vecino. You know? And then these guys, they're going to get the ball to, to him and then he can... He, he can you know what I saw yesterday on the second half, right. Gatano? The second half, Lazio is starting to just la just go across the midfield with just bypassing the midfield with long balls. Okay, so uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Savage, Milinkovic Savage. He, he, he was, uh, you know, uh, <coughs> he was just uh, sucked in by all of those long balls. And he always came in, just stopped the ball, put the ball down on the floor. And all the intermidfield were bypassed, like with one pass. So Lazio was right there in front of the, inside of the box of the, uh, uh, of the inter area with ease, very ease. So the, the two, the wingers, while, uh, while Savage was controlling the ball, were already in place, either to receive the ball or just to take the other defender away from them. And that's what I think Lazio, Lazio I think, uh, exploited the, the, the fact that Inter has got this, uh, this five on the midfield. Pete, what do you think about the match as an Inter uh, fan? Uh, as an Inter fan, the result, I mean, you lost 2-1. It, it, it does hurt. Right, but in the end, if you if you look forward, you say, okay, it's three points. <clears throat> yes, you you you're you lost the three points against the, the one of the competitors for the Scudetto race. But the season is very long. There's still a lot of time to to make up. The most important thing now, I think, is trying to figure out how Inter can make these new players involved, which is Ericsson, let's say, and how can he fit into their system, and how can they fit into and be able to play the way they were playing before, let's say, since he got injured. Because what well, I'm thinking, Conte, right, I, we know for a fact he likes his physical players, he likes the players. That's why a lot of the players he gets from the Premier League is because they already are able to play at a physical level. They're up and down. Ashley Young, Moses, these are guys that have played in, for a long time in within those leagues. Um, that being said, Ericsson is not a typical uh, Conte player. He's a player. He's not. He's a player that 
can move the ball. Tech, take him if unbelievable, you give it unbelievable technical player. No, but hold on. What I'm trying to say is it's not a typical player, but I think Conte was definitely part of the reason of getting Ericsson to this team. So he has a place for him. It's just a matter of figuring out where he can put him. I think, you know, the, the risk is, as, as uh, Gaetano was showing, you can't put Ericsson in, in that five-man midfield because he's not going to have the intensity to move up and down the field as a box-to-box. Um, but then again, when we had Sensi, Brozovic, Barella, that's when Inter was moving the ball. When we had two creative players, you know, Brozovic and Sensi, and then having that Barella who was that workhorse in that team, that's when Inter was able to flourish and we scored a lot of goals. Now with the Vecino, with the Gagliardini, you know, we added more muscle, but the, the, if you see that the buildup has become slow, has become... Uh, so you're suffering because of lack of uh, brain power because you guys don't have much yeah, of a we, brain to begin with. You need, you need, yeah, you need that, crea- injury, you need that creative good. spark. Mm-hmm. You need that creative spark. That being said, now... Lack of brain power. <laughs> it is true. That's true. That being that said, <laughs> listen. It's just funny how you said it. Lazio deserve a lot of credit. They were able to beat Juventus twice in one week. They beat Inter. They are a team that are contenders and they're not shying uh, away from it. Yeah, they're not they're not going to be leaving anytime soon. Mm. So now it's just a matter of uh, can Lazio keep this up? They have how many games unbeaten? 19? 19. Uh, 19, 19 games Serie, unbeaten mm. for the a team in their history. They spent only 57 million dollars on this roster, wow. the starting 11. Wow. Okay? And they kept the most Compared important to, players. That's less than just Lukaku himself. Okay? So uh you know, they've have a lot of Good players, and I've been saying it from the beginning that they're balanced. You know, you have a balanced team. But and Pete, I think what's going on with you guys? I think I think, I know what's the problem is. You made you named so many players: Sanchez, uh, this guy Lazaro. You have a. You know, I didn't Martin. mention those you two. Didn't, you, didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you have so many right now that you bought. Okay, okay because Conte wants to grab everything. I, I want it. That guy, I want it. That guy, I want it. That guy, I want it. So, so. you got so many players, and now you're creating yourself a problem. Well, now you're going to start. Guess what? There's no problem. Then you're going to start. That's, that's no, never been a problem. Let me tell you something. Ericsson is a starter. Look at Juventus. In any team, Ericsson is a starter. Look at Juventus. No, Juventus. Juventus you got a bunch of losers compared on to the what bench. you guys Who have. do they have on the bench? What do they have on the bench? They have a bunch of injuries Wait, but players. But I will say one thing that Juventus has in the bench, and, and I think that this is a fault <laughs> of Inter, and what Marotta and Conte and the management have to take fault for is this guy Padelli how the hell is Padelli your second goalkeeper the guy's barely capable to play in the Serie A he's horrible look he's calling you right now yeah I'll take him on Bay 8 I think that that was the the mistake that gonna call you right back I'm on the podcast goodbye yeah keep going (laughs) I wanna hear if anything funny was gonna happen you don't break your phone Uh, I think that that was a mistake that they had because this game it was it was a balanced game. I mean, it's not yeah, that Lazio uh, played unbelievable. It's not that Inter. You know, if anything, it could have tipped more any, towards Inter's yeah, favor yeah. In, in a sense. It could but have ever been on draw. What, what I was saying before with Milan, where if they would have taken a shot in the second half on target, anything on on target with Padelli is almost a goal. They had three shots, Lazio, and he saved that one on Immobile. The other two went in. I mean, you could even see the Inter players if you watch Lukaku. When um, the second goal where Milinkovic Savic, he looks so frustrated. He's screaming at Padelli. He makes a gesture at him like, 
Are I, you kidding me? And you could just see that he's he looks nervous. He he's like he's standing. Did you see like, his reaction? How how long it took him to dive down when the ball was coming? Well, that's yeah, very but my, bad. My, that's watch the defenders too. Watch the defenders. He had six or seven defenders. That's true. He didn't see the ball, and then also Vecino misclears it. So right, it was a bad call. On the first goal. He needs to call Skriniar, and yeah. on that, that you know, the guy gives up one of those balls. He could have said I'm to Skriniar, "I got it." Yeah, yeah. yeah but you have to say it very convincingly. The, the, the ball goes up and said it, but they and have he, he could have gotten the ball in his hand. Yeah, yeah that without, was an easy save. Without even going that easy save. Easy save. Without going that. On the second goal, if you look from the back, from where Padali is, he's got. On the left side, he's got five, six players. If he would have moved one step to the right, the ball would have come to, to him. Because the guy's going to take a shot. Okay, but there is five or six players on this side. It's very difficult to go through five, six players. If you move one step towards the right to his right, which is where the ball went, he would have been like this. He would have caught, caught the no. ball with his hand no, without even a- diving. With his even yeah. diving, no. so he's not reading when the you, game. When you watch, when you watch, even Milan have better. Milan have better three keepers than than even him. I mean, they got Antonio Donnarumma and they got the guy from Chelsea, Begovic. 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 Yeah. I mean, they Milan at least have a guy that's really good, and I think that that was one of the faults. But anyway, I want to talk about Lazio. <laughs> we talked about Inter. Yeah. This Lazio, it brings. They are players that are willing to die for that shirt. I love the way that Acerbi, especially. Man, the guy, there was one point where he threw his body on the line to go stop oh, yeah. Lukaku, I think, from mm-hmm. scoring. Towards yeah. End. Yeah, and realize. these are a bunch of players that they remind me of Juventus in 2011. Guys that were underrated, that you know you didn't think that they were going to be superstars, but they're all bought into this single project. They all believe game after game. They've got a coach in Simone Inzaghi who is proving how important he is to the team. He gives. They play with you know the same... Hunger that he has on the sideline. I think he sweats more than the player. You see what he does? He definitely does. On the sideline. It's like Do you these like guys that? never stop. Do you what? like that? Yeah. Oh, I like that. So if it's Conte, no. Yeah, because the guy doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Conte, all he does is screams. Okay. This guy, all he does, he pumps him up. Oh. He pumps <laughs> him up. <laughs> he's trying to find out. He pumps them up. Just to keep yeah, going on, yeah. on Inzaghi, for the people that don't know, Inzaghi was not supposed to even be the coach of this Lazio side. He took over when Pioli was sacked for a couple of months. Then they got Bielsa in. After one week, Bielsa said they had a fight, whatever. He left. So they said, okay, let's let's put Inzaghi in because he was a Primavera coach. And this man is doing just absolute yeah, wonders with this amazing. team. And he deserves so much credit. And the, the last guy I wanted to highlight was Milinkovic Savic. He is a true top, yeah, player. top player. What he did in that midfield, there's that one play where he <laughs> pops it over Ericsson and pops it over Barella. In the middle of the field, he's just got a just calmness around a mu- on his game. Juggling the ball. And guess boom, what? Boom, boom, he boom. scores in the top games. He scored against Juventus. He scores against Inter. He doesn't go shy when the moment counts. I love him. I really, him, Acerbi, Inzaghi, this team is bringing out special emotions and they're truly showing that they could fight for Scudetto. Catano, I have a question for you. $85 million for Lukaku, how much would you spend if you were a Juventus uh, manager to get uh, uh, Savage on, uh, on your team? Do you think Lukaku is more uh, is more expensive than uh, Oh yeah, than Savage? It is a hundred million dollar man. At least hundred million. I will put even hundred twenty. If that guy, I'm telling you, somebody. somebody even though last year he did not have a good year, he had a good year the year before. 
Last year did not have a good year. Now he's coming back to the level. He was injured. To Don't the forget level. That he was injured last year. To the yeah, level. But, but the guy is, I think, is a hundred million dollar. I mean, the guy is phenomenal. He could do everything. He took a shot on the first half. Oh, oh my God! I thought that he was breaking that at the crossbar. Oh, yeah. I thought he cracked. What a shot! That ball went up and then it came down. Boom! But Delhi had no clue what was going on. <laughs> he was looking at us. Please, guys. Does Lazio have the best midfield in the league? They yeah. Do. Oh yeah, I yeah. think so too. Yeah. yeah, I think they got a better and, uh, midfield. And this guy, Luis, uh, Luis Alberto, Mamma mia, what a player and he Leva is! Too is awesome. And uh, he, uh, you know, I'm thinking of Luis Alberto. And I'm thinking of Ericsson, yeah. right? Yep. And I, I, I'm saying, you know, the skills are there. The, the, the guy's got a vision when he gets the ball. But I, I haven't seen Lazio on a regular basis. So to, in order to see how far back does he go. But Luis Alberto goes all the way mm-hmm. back. Yeah. He used to be he goes he was an attacking midfielder, naturally. Right. And then they popped him. Right. Zaghi changed his position to be yeah. more adapted to the to the. Three he gets a lot of balls right in the, right in the center here in mm-hmm. the middle a little, of the field. Uh, a little creator. Yeah. And then he gets it, and then he looks up, and then he drives with the it ball. Sometimes a bit. 20, 30 yards with the ball. He covers a lot of ground. Yeah, he covers a lot of ground. It which not that it doesn't play in front of the defense, but the, the ball handling and all the stuff, all the geometry. Very the smart player. Very yeah, smart. Player. I just wanted to bring something player. up now. They both. I, Lazio did deserve the win over there. They, they were hungry in the second half, uh, completely deserved. But now I want to bring up a point that a lot of people were asking. Was it a penalty on Immobile that De Vrij, uh Absolutely. had a hand on his back? I, to be fair, I thought it was a little soft. He, a, it looks like he hit and swung, and uh, then he had like his hand on the back and fell Okay, over. do you know where the penalty started? Before. It was the penalty already before. Before the ball got Where was Immobile. the penalty? You said he put his hand on top. That was not the penalty. What was the penalty? The penalty was when he, uh, when Immobile yeah. went back with his foot, his foot got hits the uh, the defender, the right yeah. leg. So when he goes like this, he misses the ball yeah. completely. It was not because the guy Over had the hand, the, the hand there was on, a his, hand on the back. No, no, no. That had nothing to do with it. It's a, it's he a, missed the ball completely because when he went back with his foot, he hit okay. his leg. Yeah. So is that is that a penalty? I mean, I go back to kick so and the guy him. It got yeah. ca- of kind of that. That's where the penalty was. Okay. Mm-hmm. I I think so that this was, is this is a penalty in uh, in 2020 uh, in in football. <laughs> like we've said this so many times. How how light penalties have been for me? It's not a penalty in in my definition of a penalty. Um, oh, it's a, it's a against Juventus. That was a penalty with the guy with his back and all the stuff. That was well, a yeah. penalty. Yeah. I mean, the, the guy's arm is over there. The yeah, shot's yeah. going to be on target. Yeah, he, he for me, the ball. for oh, me, yeah. I, I understand. I mean, there's been penalties that are so light that are constantly given. Um, I was obviously happy that the penalty was given. But uh, after, I mean, when I saw it, I thought it was going to get overturned. I didn't think it was going to be a penalty. P, did you think it was a penalty? No. Say no. no. <laughs> no. A Peter penalty said no penalty. Okay. <laughs> so I got news for you, Pete. You guys and Lazio are the, the teams that has been awarded the, the how most. No. Lazio has been awarded the most. Lazio the most. Lazio the most. <laughs> I think they got like 15. Not Inter. What about Inter? In favor. Second or third? I don't remember. Third. They were they yeah. were up there, Check but I don't Mike. remember which one, how okay. high they were. I sent it to you guys. Um, but either way, I think that uh, good credit to Lazio. Again, I can't say it enough. This team, if Lazio would win the Scudetto, I think it would be amazing. I, I just, I love yeah, the way that sure. this team plays. I love that they're all a unit. Um, there's just something about them that I wouldn't even be mad. I would clap my hands and say these guys deserve it. That'd be amazing for the It'll league too. And listen, 100%. there's other, there's one other thing because I was crediting them online and everybody kept commenting to me. 
Um, it's a disgrace that you're giving Lazio credit, which is a team that goes out to Celtic in a Europa League that doesn't represent Serie A in Europe. But you have to understand how, if you look at teams, top teams, teams that compete for the league in every in every um, top league, Lazio spends nothing compared to what Inter spent, compared to what Juventus spent. They are not a team that's built to fight on three fronts. To get them to be one point away from the Scudetto is a very important thing, and it's not an easy thing. Teams that fight for league titles spend a lot of money most of the time to be able to get there. So I don't think it takes anything away from them. I think Europa League, you have to have a very deep team. Lazio does not have a deep enough team to be able to compete in Europa League. Try to win a Scudetto. Try to go into Coppa Italia. So I, I don't take anything Look away from them. who's the mastermind? Ilietare, the Albanian guy. Yeah, that guy is amazing. Yeah. Amazing. He spots talent. The guy never misses. Sometimes you can take a chance. The guy is, seems to not miss one bad player. Well, the thing is, he never buys a bad player. And all the players that they sell, because they scout it, he does the vast, the vast majority of the time. And if they wind up selling them, they wind up making a lot of money. I actually have I have a stat on um, okay. that Lacho's current team, the, the whole squad, they paid $120 million for. Mm-hmm. The entire squad. Mm-hmm. That's roster, everything. Now it's valued at 500 million because of how good that they're playing. Yeah. So a guy like Milinkovic was signed for 15 million. Ooh. Now they say he's 100 million. Immobile, nine and a half million. They say 80 million. Luis Alberto, this guy that we just compared, mm-hmm. how incredible. Four million mm-hmm. for Luis Sevilla. Alberto. Sevilla, yeah. Yeah. Um, Correa, 19 million. Stracosha was a free transfer. And Luis Felipe, who in defense has been phenomenal, mm-hmm. they paid 800,000. Wow. 800,000. That is, ta- I mean, to have an eye for some of these guys is pretty incredible. But Gatano, wait, a good question for you, because you, you, you've you been traveling around with some of those best teams, like AC Milan, Juventus, uh, Inter, or whatever. Don't you think it's the, the preparatory, the guy that they prepare, you know, uh, the defensive coordinator or the goalkeeper coordinator, some of those guys, those are the people that they bring the best out of those players that they are underrated right now? Like uh, Marco has been talking about players that they were bought for close to nothing. And then we have people that have been playing on, on the major league that they spend so much money and that okay. they worth nothing. How are they worth nothing? You know, you tell no, it. It's all about the, the scout, you know, that you have to recognize talent uh, and you, you need to have the right people looking in the right place. If you guys remember a few years ago, you know, Palermo had a half of the national team was Dybala, from Palermo. Dybala, yeah. A lot of Tony, Cava- Cavani, Dybala, uh, Pastore, Barzagli, Sirigu, Balzaretti, You know, they, they all came from Palermo. There was somebody there that had the eye for the, for these guys. Who was this guy? Sabatini? And, it was and, Sabatini? And then, uh, I know. Marinetti, Sabatini was there. Now Sabatini is a Bologna. Bologna. Bologna yeah. You know, that's another guy. He, and whatever, you can see Bologna doing, you know, he's been doing very yeah. well lately. I mean, wherever he goes, that, uh, you know. So mm, mm. They, they have people that, um, that they can recognize the talent. It's good that you credited Tare. That's good. Oh, hey, yeah. he's, he's the... Side note, Tare just said actually after the game, he goes, oh, this is something that's been for two years now that we're looking. We started giving bonuses for the winning of the Scudetto. Oh, really? For the players, yeah. Oh, yeah. So listen, they gotta they gotta own this city if they uh, oh, if they're able to sure. win the Scudetto, they'll be able to. I uh, just wish that this thing here does not really now shift the pressure on Lazio to you know that they're getting close to be first place and doesn't that they don't feel the pressure to uh, you know. Listen, they, I don't think this team really feels pressure. They beat Juventus twice mm. in a in a week, and they've been Inter. 
teams that are worth more, yeah, teams that have better players. Yeah, it's not it's not a fluke. It's their I, I don't think that this team really team. feels pressure. Honestly, I, I watch them and you even see, remember he subbed on another striker to against Juventus yeah. to score. Right. Even even at the end, they're still fighting. And it and Inzaghi's substitutions of Korea and, and Lazzari. Lazzari were phenomenal. Yeah. They really the, Lazzari changed the match. The game changed. He brings two offensive players in. They were good. They were very good substitutions anyway. Um, Lazio, so much credit. Where are we going to next? So let's conclude with this Inter. Inter, they you know they just took a That's loss. Uh, they took a loss, and uh, you know let's see the Conte what is good, uh, how good he is on regrouping the the, the squad that he has, and uh, you know or blame somebody else. Who's the next uh, game for the loss? You want to go with Sampdoria? Some, oh, well, Sampdoria, oh, Sampdoria, Sampdoria Fiorentina. They got slapped by Fiorentina no. very badly. Oh, oh, you're talking about yeah. my um, goodness. Since, Sampdoria and Fiorentina, the next two games? No, no, no they play Sampdoria and they, then Juventus. Oh, you're saying the next fixtures? I was talking about the next fixture. Inter's next two games. So let's talk about Fiorentina uh, and uh, Comiso and Five one against Sampdoria. Yeah. Vlahovic and Chiesa both had uh, two goals apiece. Mm. Hey, can you explain to me what was uh, what what's upsetting when he does like this yeah. to, the, to the stand? What what does that mean? Can he hear you? It just it's means his celebration. It's yeah, his but thing. what does that mean? Why people that would May, get upset? I think it means block like out this. the haters. Yeah. Like, oh, you kidding me? He's, he but asked, he said it doesn't. Yeah. It, he it, apologized afterwards. He apologized, saying he didn't mean it like that. He just liked the, the celebration. He said he got it from someone. Now I don't remember. Well, the Well, Lukaku did it. But uh, yeah, I don't so think it's basically saying. But what is the message? He says, "Can he hear you?" I don't like know. Saying to the I'm away fans, sure. like since I guess if you're cheering against them or something, oh, to like silence got them you, almost. Got you. So, so I'm similar. blocking you out. Something yeah. similar to that. Yeah. It was nice to see Kiesa scoring. I feel like I never, you never really see that guy scoring too much. So and smiling, to to, he's smiling. Lately. Yeah, he looks. Yeah. They, they all look happy. They look like the group is. It must uh, be Yakini Yakini diet. So uh, because him <laughs> and Yakini, I think they get uh, they get along, right, Mike? Uh, yeah, I guess. It seems like, I mean, he's happy over there. He it's gives your buddy everyone Castro cats. birthday, by the way, today. Is he really? Yeah. So, but he didn't play last time, did he? Mm-hmm. Is he yeah, still he in? Yeah, did I think did he play sure. uh, yeah, I think against Sampdoria? I think he did. Uh, oh, who is that? Castro 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 yeah. Start? So, yeah, he's yeah. okay, right? Yeah, yeah, he's, uh, he played. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, he's been Good. back from All right. Yeah, he played. Sampdoria, they need to figure stuff out. So, Joe, you won today. I mean, you won yesterday against, you know, Sampdoria. But let's hope for Saturday that you lose. Not because I want you to lose, because you're playing against AC Milan, you know. Uh, but uh, you know, you, mean, you, you could have been the device of Comiso as a as an AC Milan uh, of uh, directore, but uh, now you are a Fiorentina. So uh, you know, just uh, you know, only for tomorrow. I mean, only for Saturday, you should lose. Okay, Great then you analysis. can win the rest of the other 15 games. But I don't understand. You're trying to convince you. Ludo the other the other yeah. time that. Because of his friendship, he shouldn't root for Fiorentina. Now, all of a sudden, you're oh doing boy. the opposite. That's a good point, Peter. Oh, boy. What do you have to say? Look, he's thinking. Well, Ludo works for him. That's <laughs> he's what he's thinking. Saying, right? It didn't process yet. No, what I didn't process saying? that, Pete. I didn't process that. <laughs> the last time you said, you said if I was Joe Barone, I'd give Ludo the pink slip. Oh, because well, listen. Joe understands. The point was just that you were you were mad at Ludo, but now you're. Uh, That's all right. Listen, for me, I will be very happy. Fiorentina makes it into the wafer, uh, wafer stand. <laughs> okay. So, uh, you know. Uh, we agree. Maybe taking Inter yeah. spot. Or, and they would have know, to Champions beat uh, Milan. No, no. For just for <laughs> except for AC Milan, they should be beating everybody else. All right, your Milan won today. Oh, we just God. watched the game. One zero against Torino. You guys watched the game. I was watching on my little phone, uh, uh-huh. whatever I could, because I was picking up my daughter from the airport. But uh, you know. I had a lot of positive vibes lately. Positive I mean, you're versus in Torino. Torino hasn't won a game in That's five true. games. Hey, five a lot of those teams that they don't win a game in the last 20 games, when they're starting to play against AC Milan, they, they, they become, uh, all of a sudden, they become the, well, the greatest you, team in the world. I mean, they had some chances. Yeah, they had some chances. We could have scored another five goals, but... Uh, 
I know, Pete. I'm sorry you were hoping for a tie or for a loss, but it didn't happen. Torino has a new coach too, and they're not performing. So Mike, did we did we deserve the win? Yeah, yes or Mila, no? Thank Mila you, Mike. Scored three goals. Okay, okay. Yeah. You see, if, even Mike it wasn't that good. Even of a game. Mike, the mean, biggest thing in Milan. Yeah, okay. Why are you being sarcastic? So, how did Ibra do? Uh, he he oh, missed. He missed, he missed the he missed chance right in front of him. Oh, yeah, I don't know why he went with the right foot. He could have went with yeah. the left to curl. That's all right. Well, they won at the end. Still smart player. Yeah. Oh yeah. Still positive that he's in the starting lineup. Hundred percent. They had one where he was offside, but he he dribbled the defender of Torino, and then Milan ended up scoring from that. But they called it offsides because he was he was a little bit off. Kair went out. The guy Gabia. Right. Oh yeah. Who's this guy Gabia? Gabia. It's a defender. It's a defender. Yeah. From where? From the the youths. The youths. Okay, so That's you good. see what we do? We bring the youths into the team. It's not like you guys, hey, I want that guy, I want that guy. No, Messi. No, they're talking about Messi, you know? <laughs> they're talking about Messi. They want Messi too. Where are you reading this from? They want I, I heard that on, uh, on uh, <coughs> what do you call it? Uh, the, the Dominica Sportiva. That is uh, a rumor that Messi has yeah. been, uh, you know, in. Uh, Conte's going to play him as a left wing back. Oh, yeah? <laughs> he gets him. <laughs> he's like, Messi, make sure you drop back to midfield. Well, maybe he's going to sit him on the bench because he's going to have a Messi's going to have to learn how to play in the inter uh, system. <laughs> on the inter system, you know? He's going to have to learn. Oh, you know the way those guys are. They, they try to teach uh, how to play soccer to everybody. Uh, <laughs> um, next game that we'll go to Juventus 2 0 against uh, Brescia. And that was uh, boring. Dybala man. scored a beautiful free kick uh, with Ronaldo. Ronaldo was not called out for the match. Um, it was a good. It was a fine game. I mean, they left it late, one zero until until really late under the match. Um, you know, obviously Sadi's been super criticized um, lately. Some Juventus fans wanting him out after that loss to Elis Verona. So obviously it was important. But Brescia did nothing to. I mean. Balotelli didn't even realize he was playing. Tonali wasn't even there. And then on top of that, their goalkeeper was injured. And then their backup goalkeeper got injured during the match. Aye. So they were playing with their third goalkeeper. And then 10 and people too. That, that guy, he, even he looked better than Padelli though at one point. Oh, but anybody's were, better than Padelli. They even were pretty Mike. close. Even Mike is better than I Padelli. I don't know about that. Yeah, no. I'm Mike, not too sure. He made a few good saves. That's not, that's not that good. Mike, Mike. But the biggest storyline for me um, was uh, Chiellini. Uh, returning to the team in the last like 15 minutes. Sadi said even after the match that he he said, I didn't even tell Chiellini to come in. He's like, he subbed himself in. He's like, I, I looked up, I looked to my right and I see Chiellini warming up. He's like, I didn't tell him anything. And he goes, mister, what, how, what, when, am I, when am I going in? When, when are we starting? So he said, because Chiellini, he really wanted to, they didn't want to risk him, but Chiellini said that he really wanted to play. And I think that was the biggest moment because you finally have a guy that, that brings some heart to the team, even though it was late in the match, to see Chiellini back, I thought was a really, um, a really important moment. And for Chiellini, the thing I love about this guy, he is the least dramatic player that you ever see. You never see him doing fancy stuff outside. You know, he doesn't. In, in today in football, you know, these guys care about so many other things besides the ball. And you could tell that Chiellini is just one guy that he only cares about playing and playing hard. And he gives us 100%. There's no drama about renewals. There's no drama about this and that. Um, so he's, uh, it, it was nice to see him get back after ACL tear, which happened exactly. uh, in like the first yeah. game of the season. Wow. So even at 35, the guy, the guy, I think four, five months, five months to get back from an ACL. How many years do you think Chiellini has got left? I don't know. One more year, next year, a and then that's more it. Years, maybe. Yeah, maybe one, maybe two. I think two. I think, think on how he recovers yeah, from Yeah, let's see injury. how he does from this. But to me, there was nothing really to talk about in this mm. game. No. Was there anything Brescia, for anybody? Brescia. They had three or four good players out. So uh, Juventus is still is not convincing. It's not the team that you expect. It's not the way they're playing. They're not playing top. 
And uh, if they keep playing like that in uh, Champions League, uh, I'm worried that they're not going to go too far. So they better shape up, shape up and, and change uh, because um, they're not convincing. The, the way they're playing, it's not convincing. And Sarri is not convincing. Uh, and I don't know if they have a problem in the locker room. I don't know if uh, the players are not listening to um, mm. to Sarri. You know, maybe uh, at this level, with all the superstars, they're not following what he's saying, but uh, the team is not uh, is not playing good. They don't look bought into um, the idea. No. I agree with that. You know why? Last night, it was so funny. I was watching uh, on and off because uh, oh. I was by myself. I was a bachelor last night. So my wife was in Boston. My daughter was in Denver. So I was watching yeah, switching dog. between the, the American, uh, me and my dog. Yeah. You know, so uh, I was switching between the American TV and, uh, and the culture and, uh, uh-huh. and uh-huh. The, the Italian yeah, yeah. TV. So I caught up Del Piero because somebody must have asked Del Piero, what do you oh, think yeah. about Guardiola going to Juventus? You know what? This, the rumors, they have a reason to start. Del Piero was very positive about it. They said, I think it's a very good possibility because of uh, Manchester City being, uh, being forced with the financial fair play to drop, the, to drop the, the Champions League for the next two years, even though they might be appealing the, the, the decision. No, but bottom line is that this guy, Sarri, he has not done his job. And for some reasons, he finds himself still in the first place for the grace of God. Because, you know, uh, Inter is not a team that, uh, that, that there is no quality. That they can just buy everything that they want. But, you know, look at the coach. It's just a scrappy, scrappy coach. So uh, Lazio is the only one that, uh, that Juventus should be warning. Because Inter at some point, you know, uh, you know that little picture that they show you that Inter uh, no. is one of the few things that last until Christmas. Oh, like the panettone, yeah, the, 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 you yeah. know, uh, I mean, it's the Christmas it's tree. Yeah. So the, that's what is uh, going to happen. Did club say that... Uh, yeah. Uh, Juventus should be 10 points ahead with this type yeah, of game. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. said, I don't really watch Serie A, but I can't believe Juve aren't 10 points in first. I have the quote. But first, Man City. Man City banned for two years from uh, you see? from Champions League. Actually, wait. Should I hit Klopp's comment first or that? Because people want us to talk do, about do the Klopp, Man City. Do Klopp. Klopp? Finish right, we'll finish that. Uh, he said, Juve were favorites for the Champions League before the season even started. I don't watch Serie A enough because I don't know um, why they aren't 10 points ahead in first place. They have the biggest squad I've ever seen in my life. Quality players, too. It's unbelievable. I mean, this is a, it's a pretty exaggerated comment. On the paper, on the paper, technically, you guys and Juventus, you have nothing but the best player. Those are all national team players. Everywhere you bring them, you can plug them in a national but, team. But listen, I think that it's, it's also really not fair for him to say that because... It took him a long time to be able to build his Liverpool. It's not that he's judging Saudi's team in six months. I'd like to see him take the midfield that Juventus have and, and see but what, see what happens that. in Liverpool. As a coach, you should I love, be. I love, but, I love Klopp. I love Klopp but, a lot. But, but they, have won, they have won eight championships in a row and some of the championships were 10 points ahead. So and if after eight championships, if you want to talk, first win eight championships and then you talk. Ooh. But the thing is, it took him And that's years. to you, Klopp. Oh! <laughs> You got that? <laughs> I'm 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 a fan of Klopp, but I think that his comment, I think that he just doesn't know Sadia well enough. I like mm. he said, he yeah. said I don't I don't watch yeah, it enough, yeah. but that's clearly uh, why. So you don't watch, so shut up. <laughs> Klopp but also God. favorites. Sorry, sorry. I was gonna say Klopp's also Laziale. He's he's rooting for Lazio to win. He said How do you know so, that, Mike? He said he sorry said Conte and sorry Sari. I was like, but I it would be nice if Lazio could win. Oh, that. me too. Anybody, and anybody. He, and Lucas Leva was also at Liverpool and Immobile. He coached him at Dortmund, so that's another. I just don't think it. I just don't think it's really a fair comment. 
Yeah, no, coming it's not from him, I don't think it's a fair I was surprised comment. he'd say he's that. He's a great coach I right now. I think you should take him seriously because him a long time. Uh, this guy, you know, this guy with the comment that he made, you have to read in between the line. Don't look at what, uh, you know, literally what the words they meant. It's, I think the guy is meaning that uh, Sarri is not doing his job. Yeah, but, it's not but up what did to it, the job. But how long did it take no. for Klopp to be able to do his job? But it's nothing to do yes, with it that. Does. You, yes, it does. Klopp didn't have the, the player that and Juventus Klopp, has on the say, squad. And to say Juventus are favorites for Champions League when Liverpool, look how well that they've been doing. It's almost like putting the the blame <laughs> on somebody else. Oh, we're not favorites. We only won last year. We only have no league to play for. Their whole focus is on Champions Marco, League. Juventus, they got to be favorites. Juventus is being given to Sarri as a winning winning team. You got everything. They win every time. So you've been given this team. I know you're still first place, but on the paper and on the field, I don't see the Juventus that even that scrappy Allegri put it on the field. We criticize Allegri so much. Because, you know, uh, the guy was about to win. It was just bam, 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 bam. Even uh, at the point that I had to make some catenaccio, you know, situation from time to time. But this guy here, Del Gioco di Sarri, I didn't, I don't see it. I never, I cannot really buy into this uh, quote that the people have about this guy. Sarri's game. Oh, Juventus is not playing Sarri's game. What's Sarri's game? What is it? Um, what is it? What oh, we're going back to Klopp. I mean... <laughs> It's harsh to say, or, you know, oh, Juventus should be 10 points up. If you see the, the league this year, Serie A, every team is going to give you a battle. There's no real walkover uh, for another team. And and look, I mean, I, I don't know how many losses Juventus had, but it's very little. How many losses? Three, was, I think three losses. Yeah. How many ties? So you know, it's, it's more of a, you know, congratulations to three. Inter and Lazio that are able to keep pace with them because... You know, you watch a little more besides stadium. Liverpool, Liverpool, everywhere else in, in England, if you look from two down to 20, they're losing maybe four or five games and you see the competitive nature. Yeah. Klopp so, should have time to watch Serie A if he's like 30 points yeah. above. I mean, watch a little bit. Get another hobby. So let's talk about uh, Man City. Two-year oh, yeah. ban from the Champions League for uh, for fraudulent, um, how, they, how they accounted for sponsorship revenue. And um, I think from 2012 to 2016 is where their infringement was. What's really funny... Is that if you guys remember in the summer, Momblano, who kept saying Guardiola to Juventus, kept saying they're they're waiting for this sentencing from UEFA. A sanction, right? He's, he's about seven months seven months late, but um, but the sanction finally came, and I know that they want to appeal, but they were saying that UEFA wants to make um a symbol. What do you call a it? Statement. Like a statement. A statement. Of um, so so that nobody an else. Example, an, an example. example. Yeah. They want to make an example of them. Um, so that they, so that no other team could get this. PSG's next. Watch one, out. <laughs> one thing to say because I saw in the comments. Yeah, but look at Milan. What Milan did. What Milan did is very different from what Manchester City did. Yeah. What Milan did was not fraud. Ma- Milan, they didn't. They bought too many players that they didn't sell. That was fine. They made a deal with UEFA. What Man City did is they said that they were getting money that it wasn't really there. Yeah. So it's fraud. They it's lied, not. Yeah. It's not that they could just appeal it and get it. You know, work out a deal. There was levels. Man City's is much worse than what that happened. That was cheating. With there was one cheating yeah. and one was like they couldn't balance the books yes, correctly. Exactly. So it's two different things. Um I actually like that UEFA made Put their some foot kind down. of statement because yeah, 100%. if you got these rules and then you're you're making these workarounds, listen, you gotta suffer the consequences. 100%. This is what happens. How many years is what you're and now still signed for uh, with Manchester City? Is that the last one, year? One He's got more year. Two years. Two years. So what makes you think that he might not he, he might not just leave to the end of the contract? No, he could. I mean, he yeah. said he will. But he's but now going to play in Champions League. No Champions League yeah. for two years. Mm. And a lot of their players, now, I'm sure. This is a question for um, Peter. For Peter. But these this players that signed for Man City, 
and they signed because they want to play in the in the Champions League. Can they now oh. leave and say, listen, now I'm not going to get uh, the bonus anymore. I'm not yeah. going to make the money, and I want to leave. Yeah, well, the thing is, when, when you deal with a contract, if there's a certain stipulation or, or, or things in the contract that say there's a bonus for Champions League and presence and stuff like that, and because of wrongdoing on behalf of Manchester City, the players do have a, a case where they can say, listen, it wasn't our fault because we made the Champions League. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to make that money. Uh, you know, the contract could be void, voided. And they, could, lo- they could leave for free. Now, as far as how the sports world is going to handle it and, and, you know, how they interpret it is a whole other story. But if the contract states otherwise, I mean, there's there's a case. If, mm. Because they, players are going to lose out on money on bonuses. Catano, if you were if you were to take one or two players from Manchester City and uh, plug it into well, Juventus, what would you take? I want to take Guardiola. That's who I want okay, to take. Okay, but a player. I'm talking about player. We know Guardiola. Now, we already spoke Guardiola, about Guardiola, two years. I think two years is a lot to be out of the Champions League. If they reduce it to one year, maybe like seventeen million. Maybe one year he would stay for one year. About two years, I think it, it would go. Especially like the aging Gordon, players too. I feel like if you're like in your 30s too, they're like, I want to do one last push. I don't want to, you know, lose two years of now uh, possible winning a championship. Would I feel you like Guardiola was done They got some speed up front. They probably. De Bruyne is the guy. Could De Bruyne, use, Sterling. Could De Bruyne Sterling, is the player. Yeah, Sterling's very good. Sterling. He's a great oh, winger. Ster, uh, De Bruyne. Aguero. Aguero. No, no Aguero's not going to leave. Aguero's going to stay. He's, been he's, like, he's, like, he's like a club he's, legend. Yeah, I think he yeah. is the yeah, most historic player. Stay. I think he's one that would stay, but I think a guy like De Bruyne, who's he, one of the best midfielders he's in younger the world, too, right? 25, well, I think 26? every team is going to be dying to get a player like that. Before you're going to get it, I think Barcelona, Real Madrid. Yeah, no, no, I know. I'm just saying that he's he's one of my favorite players. Um, just watching, but either way, uh, I was very surprised that Del Piero said that too, because usually Del Piero doesn't he wouldn't yeah, take a stance. He's neutral, right? He's very Listen, neutral. I but. think Del Piero Del Piero knows more than we know, so uh, I think the rumors oh, are already I so. I, the phone calls already they they starting to they starting to. But fight you know what it is? It's also common sense in the way that unless Guardiola says, "Okay, I want to stay with Man City, I'm going to go through it," even with this Champions League ban. His next stop is Italy. I'm sorry because he's in, was in Spain, he was in Germany, he was in England. If you see all the top coaches, that's what they do. They do their travel around the Europe and they want to win everywhere. Mm-hmm. So Guardiola, being that he played in Italy, he appreciates the Italian style. Mm-hmm. His next stop is Italy, whether it's Juventus or not. He also said he'll coach Brescia for free, so if he doesn't go to Juve, maybe it's not like that. Yeah. Hey, why don't you guys give Conte to Juventus since they said, oh, we should have taken Conte. And then you take Guardiola. That's actually a good question. They didn't want him. Peter, if you could sack Conte right now to get Guardiola, would you do it? Say it. Don't be afraid. (laughs) I will sack him in a heartbeat. What would you do? Yeah, I know you would. That would be interesting. No, no, what no. Don't give me... Yeah, this, <laughs> this yeah, not, listen, uh, it's either black or white. You have the all black, I mean, uh, blue and, and black, like uh, a black and blue. <laughs> Tell me, would you sack him? Yes or not for Guardiola? Oh my I want to know. That's messed up, Peter. I'll give you three seconds. One, two, three. No. No. Wow. You know? okay, that's that loyalty means, right that means, there, right? That means, What's that mean? Beautiful. He's I, brain dead. I, I, I guarantee you. <laughs> what? He's, He's a pigeon brain. I'm a pigeon. I would love to give that same question to Conte in the in the summer when Conte. he was about to sign his contract with I Inter. I say, listen, you could you could coach Juventus three, two, one. He wouldn't even let you count to the first one. No way. I will. I will. I'll tell Conte. I say, listen, I'll pack your bag and I'll take your bag too. I will walk you to the airport. Wow. Would, you, would you sack Pioli for Guardiola? 
Absolutely. So you like, like the way Guardiola plays, right? Yes. So you like the way Guardiola goes out and picks all the best players from no, everywhere No, he doesn't. Else. He doesn't. You guys do. You guys do. <laughs> if you went Where to Guardiola, you're going to really need to, be able to buy players. We're going to ask 500 million shopping <laughs> anyway, spree those guys. Let's, uh, let's continue. Atalanta beat Roma. Two to one yeah. from one zero down. From one zero down, Pasalic scored 19 seconds in his first touch um, into the Getting match for in. Atalanta. Uh, great height for Atalanta, especially with Champions League uh, coming up, picking up important points. But Roma, Mike, how many games is it? Um, that so, they did have, I mess you up? You were about to say something see. else. I was gonna say something else. I think it's five games. Five games without a win. Oh, five co- games without a win in all competitions. Mm. So Roma, right now, I don't know what has been. Fonseca's been doing good in the beginning. For league on Thursday, right, Mike? It was Thursday they played the UEFA. It was Juventus. Those games were Juventus, Lazio, Sassuolo, Bologna, and Atalanta. So not Mm. easy games, but they're Gent, Gent, something like that. Belgian club. They are. There are people out there that are very mad with Fonseca. There are Roma fans who are. What do they want from Fonseca? Why? What do they want? Another thing is Zaniolo, one of their most creative players, has an ACL injury, which is the past few games. Obviously, it's taken an effect. What do you think? So. No, I think uh, I think it's a mental problem now. Mm-hmm. You know, it got it got into their heads. They can't they they can't win a game, no matter how they play. You know, it seems like they they um, they can't get through. Um, Roma, I only see Jacko that is the only guy that can wow. score there. You know, and he's up there. He's fighting. He's trying to. You know, to do everything by himself, dribble, shoot. Uh, yeah. yeah, but it's a, it's a little bit he too... He needs help, he needs help. Yeah, he needs help. He needs somebody to, to help him out. I think uh, he's, 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 he's by himself. You know, who else can score in that team? I mean... Cliver under, they're not scorers. Yeah, yeah. you know, they play one game, good, and then, then yeah. they disappear. Yeah. You know, Pellegrini is a nice player, I think. Um... They have a few a few other players. Cristante's there too, but huh? Cristante also is over there, but I'm just saying, has, has a goal scorer. Cristante yeah. is supposed Jekyll's to be a nice, biggest, you know, a nice yeah. midfielder. Um, He's a defensive midfielder, though. You can't expect yeah. him to score yeah, goals. Exactly. But um, up front, uh, they need, uh, yeah, they need help. Pete, what do you think? No, I think too inconsistent as a as a whole. Right, they started the the season. They looked good. Fonseca good. looked good. Small and now, you know, with with some injuries. Yes, they've had injuries, but so does every other team. Um, you know, Gaetano said it best. With Kluivert under one game, they're there. One game, they're not. Too much fancy stuff. I I hate that. Perotti on one side. Perotti does the same move over and over yeah, again. No one, you know, you you're leaving Zeko. He's isolated up top. No the guy is, is amazing. Maybe if they change formation, who knows? But you know, it, it's not not usual for a coach to change the formation. But more importantly, I think what burns the Roma team and Roma fans more <laughs> is that Lazio's yeah, fir- you know, competing Fighting for the, the Scudetto <laughs> and Roma seems to be still on this Dropping middle ground down. where, you know, they, they've been like this even last year. They're, they're an average team at best. But, you know, yes, in where they are, for the team that they have and, and who they who's on the team right now without a Zaniolo, without any other guy that can score, mm. you know, it, it's painful to say it, but that's where they are right now. And Listen, you're versing Atalanta. Atalanta is 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 a top team that's given everybody trouble. They're in Champions League. What's interesting is they actually won the game before the Champions League. Usually, a lot of the teams they'll they, slip up. They'll slip yeah. up they because they're concentrating the and thing. Yeah. And they were able to come back 
and win that game. So I just wanted to add also Atalanta right now. Before this game started, Atalanta were three points above Roma in fourth place. Now with the win, they're six points clear in fourth place. And they're really making a statement over here. Jacko scored because Palomino made a big mistake. But Palomino, he made up for it. He, made up for he, it. he scored for a goal. It. He made a, a few key interceptions that Marco said with the Pasolic goal. So Atalanta looking good. We're hoping the best. We'll talk about Champions League a little later. But they have Valencia coming up. I have a question Alexa, for you guys. Since, uh, Atala- since you're talking yeah. about Atalanta, so you're asking me if I would be sucking Pioli for, uh, for uh, either uh, Guardiola. Or something. I had a good question. <laughs> I will sucking Pioli in a heartbeat and I'll take Gasperini. He's the better. Even, uh, you know. Gasperini uh, or Guardiola? I will take Gasperini. Um, real quick, take question. Gasperini, by far. <laughs> I read I read what you said in your face, but I hey, didn't hear the thing. words. Wait, one more thing. No, no, no. You got to bleep Bro. it out what he said. In what his were you th- or when he said yeah. the Gasparini, yeah. he doesn't know what he wants. I think he would take Gattuso right now. Yeah. If, he, uh, if, you, t- if you ask yeah, him, would you take Gattuso? You would take Gattuso. Anything that falls at the bottom, you know what Gasparini's response was? You got Guardiola, Gasparini, Gattuso. You want all the G's. All the G's. Easy. Let me just say one more thing. You guys forgot to mention this very important notion over here. This guy here, Sarri, all of a sudden is sitting Ronaldo and he's sitting he's resting them so he's thinking about the champions right now because if he figures no, hey, we're going to be playing pressure so let me just uh, give a little break to those uh, you know to those big uh, horses and maybe uh, <laughs> wait hold yeah. on one second we, we just got completely off track <laughs> what I'm we got so off track Grande Cavallo. Here, and it's not off track we're talking about coaches this guy no, we were talking about co- he's learning right. how to become a coach to just bring everybody into the pitch. Okay, okay. one right. one last question because I, I have actually a really he good question. Ronaldo but now Wars. I got sucked into this. You got sucked in. Okay. Go Gattuso, ahead. Gasperini, or Guardiola? Who do you choose? Uh, Gasperini. Okay. Um, you know what Gasperini said? Just a side note. You know what Gasperini said? I don't leave Atalanta unless it's for the Scudetto race. So I mean, I don't think Milan's going You mean you go to Inter? Uh, no, three no. weeks, he's going to suck him out. Meaning he's going to stay with Atalanta. You um, guys are the best of sucking up the best players. <laughs> so just you just let them go. Um, okay, my question. This Roma problem, it could be one of three yeah. things that I identify. I want to know what you guys think. Number one, is it the players? Number two, is it Fonseca? Or number three, is it the instability around the club being sold? Or what do you guys think? A mixture of everything, man. It's not just okay, one. but it's if you have to say, above. what's all the of most, the above. What's the all most of the prominent above. problem? I say the instability of the club because in the end it stems from the top. The top is the one that are able to get the players. They're they're the ones that are going to be able to to give a, a sense of tranquility. And there has you know with Roma up for sale, they had a buyer. They don't have a buyer. There's a lot of question marks with this club, and and you know there's animosity from the fans when they when they watch the Roma game. And trust me, the players they feel it. They're surrounded by these fans consistently. And when they get on the field, they when when they don't do the their their game, their style of game, it just becomes more critical from from the fans' point of view. So you know, I I say it's from the top. Dad, what do you think? I, I think that um, Fonseca started on uh, he started good. They were playing good soccer. They were winning, and then uh, <clears throat> when Zaniolo got hurt, I think every. Thing turned uh, for the worse, and uh, they um, it's just mentally they're not able to come out of it, and they can't win a game. I want to add to that, Gaetano. I agree with you a lot. I also want to add 
They were doing so good. They got a new coach, new philosophy. No speed bumps in the beginning. Smalling was incredible. Mancini partnership weren't, weren't conceding the best defense in Italy. How then they get one speed bump? Zaniolo out, one of their top performance, and they didn't know how to handle that. And from there, it just became more of a rut. And Fonseca being on the hot seat, being new to the league, is where, um, like, it was like, what do you call it? In the beginning, you get you get that you get that extra honeymoon uh, phase. Sort of like yeah, the honeymoon moon uh, phase dimmer down, and then that's like Reality okay, how do we in. how do we get out of this now? And that's where they're at the past five games, and now they're looking to get back up there and fight for a Champions League spot. Napoli had an amazing week. They had a phenomenal oh, week. They, did. they beat Inter one zero in uh, the Coppa Italia, and uh, they beat. Cagliari with uh, Dries Mertens uh, scoring the goal. He's one goal away, by the way, from Hamsik's all-time record at Napoli. Tying it. Yeah. Hamsik's at 121, and Mertens is at 120 goals. Um, so for Gattuso, I mean, I don't think a lot of Napoli fans are happy by the way that they're playing or by some of the choices that Gattuso's made in the starting lineups. Um, but the game against Inter, at least in the Coppa Italia, I mean, he got criticized by Conte, who said he'd defend. I mean, not criticized by Conte. It seemed like an ironic comment. He's a little sarcastic. Where Conte right? said, uh, oh, Gattuso did a good job by defending with 10 men. Behind the ball. With Behind the ball. Yeah. Um, wow. But doesn't does he do that? Yeah. He does do that. <laughs> wow. He does exactly that. You know, I mean, like Marco was saying, yeah, Gattuso right now, they're doing good, even though there's a lot of starting uncertainty. To starting to definitely pick up starting a to little pick, bit. Especially because Koulibaly and Manolas, whenever they play, they don't play with each other. Uh, they don't for, get along for, those guys. for either injury or not being on form but regardless they I think they won four out of their past five games in all competitions so it's amazing they beat Inter and Copa Italia and things are looking bright for them Gattuso finally he can take a breather right now there's so much pressure on him once he came about him not being a good coach but now I'm happy for Garino and Napoli doing good. Yeah, I think if you compare, you know, Roma and Napoli, uh, the opposite is, is happening. happening right? you know? The table's turned. The table is turned. <laughs> and, now Napoli, <clears throat> and now Napoli is winning and mentally they, they're feeling better. And when once you the listen, the best medicine is a win. Yeah, that's and true. If you can get a win, that, that, that solves a lot yeah, of problems. Right. I got a good question for you. Now that it's, you know. Please be on topic. I, I, I was like, oh, no, God, I don't want to hear the topic. I don't no, hear wait, this. No, topic. No, I remember topic. him. He was speaking on me once. What? Because we were talking about Donnarumma, Meret. What oh, happened okay. with Meret? Napoli's been winning because oh, sure. Meret is not there. That bad finger over there, it was a major problem for Napoli. This guy's supposed to be the best goalkeeper of the Italian national team. Uh, uh, Spina made a couple of uh, yeah, one, one where is, yeah, who's, after that been who's the goalkeeper good. of Napoli now? Right now I don't see Meret on the goal right. he was injured. am I watching a different, hand? Uh, a different station he, or had, he had a wrist injury but he's right now he is healthy he fractured his wrist not that long but ago. listen why do you take out Ospina since he's playing good Ospina had one mistake listen, and after Meret that is he's not been playing amazing yeah it's definitely not the problem yeah so why it should be the starter Meret should be the starter Mere should be starting on the goalkeeping. Right. Am I right or wrong? Good. No. When it's fully healthy, he was out. Ospina's been doing a good job. You're gonna keep with exactly. that goalkeeper. Why would you change goalkeeper. something that's working? There's n there's nothing and there's no ifs or buts about that. You shouldn't. 
But you're trying to mess with Napoli now. No, if, not, that's what not he's trying to say though. is if you if you have your number one goalie, for example, Andanovic is, right. is Inter's number one goalie, mm -hmm. and Padelli is in. Even if yeah. Padelli's having a great season, if he comes in, once Andanovic is ready, it's Andanovic not that much of a difference. It's not A and B. It's very No, but I'm trying to give his experience. Even Spina's experience. What can you say? Even Peter, that we never agree on. 99% of the things, he really understood what I was trying to say. Yeah, but I know, but I'm telling you, it's not that much of a difference with Padelli and Andanovic. Between Ospina and Meret. But did Meret's anyone, very talented, but Ospina has that upper experience. Did anyone here? Hands. You said everyone here said Meret was better. I didn't. Yeah. I don't think anybody yes, said. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I, I think did we said too. that they were close, but I think no. we all chose Donnarumma yeah, as a starter. Too. Oh, Ludovico. 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 Only Ludovico. 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 He categorizes everything. Ludo, where is Meret? Ludo. Hey, where is Meret? I'm going to call you. I'm going to drive uh, drive to Long Island tonight with him. I'm going to remind him. I'm going to let him uh, let maybe know more about Meretta. We don't let know. Let us know. Also what, uh, about Napoli, guys. too. Uh, we talk, we're talking a little bit about them. Uh, Gattuso actually dropped Alan because he wasn't trying. Oh, what yeah. was the exact was thing? He wasn't, he wasn't training to, to his, up to his standards, up to Gattuso's standards. So that goes to show Alan, one of their better players, Gattuso putting his foot down, saying, listen, if you don't play, I don't care who you are, you're not going to be in the lineup. And that's why, yeah, that's if you don't train to my uh, standard. And that's why Deme, that actually came recently, he's been in the starting lineup. He's yeah. actually been he, pretty he impressive. He did pretty well. Yes, he so did. So that's another thing good. for Gattuso, you know, he has the team, the locker room together, and that, that's what that's what matters. They're, well, they're on a good stretch right that, now. That's Gattuso's forte. Gattuso's forte is being able to get the locker room on his his yeah. side, get these guys pumped and ready to go every you know game in game out. Mm -hmm. As far as the tactician, still to be seen. He's growing. He's growing. Um, then we had a. Uh, hey, wait! Before you go there, before Holy you go there, shit. Yeah, you, you give me a heart attack. <laughs> listen to me. I saw Paqueta today playing for the first time. The I guy was Kaka. The guy was possessed. Man, one week I love Paqueta. One week no, I what I'm saying, him. running all over the ball. Something must Jeez. have been told. You to wanted the kid. to sell him last they week. They probably told him. Maybe he watched the podcast. No, they probably told him. I said, hey, listen, this is AC Milan, okay? It's either you just spill the blood on the field and yeah. you show what you have and you leave every single little cell of your they body into that. the field or that. you are done. So the guy was all over the places. Was I must have done six or seven steals and he did so much on the field. He meant volume. I saw a lot of volume. Not a lot of great His hair stuff. or? Huh? His hair? No, I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think I know what it was. There's a lot of volume, and I, I was very get, happy. You, you know, know why I'm happy? You, you know, know why I'm happy? I'm gonna let you know why I'm happy because we're not gonna have a couple of players to uh, to uh, play the second yeah. leg against Juventus. Maybe yeah. this guy uh, might pay some dividend for us. Maybe we'll go to overtime and penalty kick, and we'll take uh, the chance of a Buffon against Donnarumma. Please, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I think, or alternatively, Buffon was the best, pl uh, the best player. Yeah, when he sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> alternatively, it could be that, yeah. or he could have seen the speech that you gave to the Viareggio team, mm -hmm. and he got oh, so motivated. Oh yeah, because all the comments were saying that they need Antonio as a as, as, a, as a motivator, as a coach as of a coach. AC Milan. Oh boy, yeah. did you see uh, Antonio's speech to the Viareggio team? No. You're you're, He's you're like, don't. no, and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> what he said. I was like, don't, don't bring it up. <laughs> We're going to be one of the sponsors for the team that's going to Viareggio to the uh, tournament. Yeah. So we went by and we, we showed them the shirts and stuff. So Antonio stopped practice in the middle to give a, a pep talk. And his uh, pep talk consisted more or less of, 
Screaming. If you go there and you don't give your all, when you come back, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> Those so are his exact words. I think they're scared now, more than motivated, but, you know, same thing. Listen, at that age, you're supposed to go over there with a winning mentality because you can only be 18 once. If you're not performing at the highest level in terms of a physical game, in terms of knowledge, in terms of just, a, you know, you don't, you don't want to be scared. If you're starting to, if you go into the field, just starting to be scared just because somebody's taller than, than you. Or somebody, no, not to say that you, you, uh, you're small. Are you, say, um, <laughs> Are you but, saying uh, that it's big? Well, I'm saying in general. Mike happened to be the smallest kid right now. But uh, don't, size, size I'm taller than Peter, no? Okay, you're taller than, no, 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 but. Uh, I think so. Okay. When we sit if down, I'm on a ladder. So, uh, <laughs> I said, there is no fear in soccer. In soccer. And I was like, I don't think he's so large. In soccer, some of the smallest players, they, 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 uh, they, they want to performing at the highest level in the world. Maradona is one of them. Del, Del Piero is not one of Don't the say biggest Cassano, total yeah. guys. Cassano is not the smallest. It's not small. It's not, it's not big. You know. <laughs> Messi, yeah. Messi. There you go. So we got we to show them... Uh, Jovinko. We got to show them... Giaccherini. Giaccherini. on that thing. Yeah. We got to show them videos of Cassano to the Viareggio team and tell them, do the complete opposite and maybe you'll get out of your group or something. Yeah, that's supposed to be laughing. How can we laugh, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing around. Cassano's a living legend. Watch your wrist. No, this is my wrist. Oh. <laughs> That's why I wanted to hit him with this. That's your wrist also. <laughs> okay, next game. Work, okay, go. so what I was about to say. Yeah. Before you scream, Paqueta. Give me a heart attack. Give everybody a yeah, heart attack. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> um, this week, Seria said that they were open to the idea of a new help for the VAR system, for the VAR system, oh, which would God. be on-field challenges which basically is something that um, I think everybody at this table except Antonio was calling for for a while, that it could be in, like, the Americans. <laughs> He's going to throw a chair at you. Sorry, right it, was a joke. So mad. it was a joke. I'm All sorry. Right. Um, it, where a challenge would mean that um, the officials or, or the coach of uh, each team could demand VAR to be used um, at their discretion. Yeah. And there would, obviously, call. there would obviously be a certain number, you know, maybe one, maybe two, maybe three, whatever it is. Um what do you guys think about it? I think it's great. American uh, football. That's American football. They throw a flag. They challenge the play. You have up to two challenge, I think, for each uh, so, half, right? And then... Uh, it only helps. You just check. What, check what's what's going to help? On the what? penalty that uh, Fiorentina uh, claimed about, the referee did go and watch it. He went to watch it and he said it was a penalty. No, I don't think he went to watch that. He yes, he did. A, he heard a, there was a no, silent no. check on that one. I'm almost positive. No. I don't think he ran Which to the screen on that about? one. The one You're saying the Mertens one, no. right? Are you no. saying no. now? I'm oh, talking saying about Fiorentina. I thought you meant in the beginning Juventus. of the season. Fiorentina Juventus, no? Where no, no. Mertens are no, no. going. Like I'm talking about Fiorentina key. Juventus <laughs> when uh, Betancourt went inside. Oh, that one. And No, not Pezzeia. The guy that we filmed with. Ceccarini. Ceccarini. He went like this. He went to look at it. Now, everybody, a lot of the professional players said it was not a penalty. But he went to look at it and he said it was a penalty. So what would he change there? So not are you not in favor of the... So No, I'm saying he, he wouldn't change anything. I think when they... Uh, when the challenge some would cases be now, they check. haven't gone to check. Yeah, Both the, the penalties from Fiorentina yesterday, they went to check and they said it was penalty. So uh, then there was another one uh, with uh, the one with the Juventus. We are Ronaldo. With Calabria. Uh, yeah, Ronaldo with, uh, with the bicycle, kick, with the bicycle kick. He did go see it. And who did? 
What do you mean the VAR? The VAR. They would go see it. And and some some of them said there was not a penalty, and some of them was a penalty. So I don't think it's yeah. I don't think it's the point that you don't. If the problem is if you don't go see the VAR. That's where they challenge. Th- th- then that's what you're saying. Your yeah. challenge is that you demand the referee to go, to go check. Yeah, instead even of okay, but in all challenge. those, in, in all the ones that I've just told you, he went yeah. to see yeah, it. But what about the ones and, that they and, haven't? And, and they have, exactly. and, that, that's that's cha- and nothing changed. I think it's it's ones that that maybe the coach saw something that they that the VAR maybe just did a silent check. All right. And they want the if you go to back to the first game against uh, Napoli against Fiorentina, Mertens that he drew himself, they never went to check it. Yeah. But so I that think could, that could have been one, right? Exactly. But I think that now, lately, they go check, and they still say it's a penalty. Yes or no? That's like fifty. Well, you know, in all this three, four, five, uh, the last five penalty, they all went to check it, and some of them said it was not a penalty, and some said it was so you're a penalty. The bigger problem is more so that than just yes. having a challenge. But regardless, yes. it okay. still helps. It's still in the right direction, I think. This but listen, challenging Mike. call. Magatano, listen, yeah. please. Okay, well, excuse me, Marco. Well, on football. When when the the, the referees put uh, the it's microphone two, two, on, two, two different, why not? It's two same different thing. Game, they yeah. said the rules on the field stand, or the rule on the field does not stand. So that's you know what you know what that means. That the referees they're not making the decision. It's the people on top of there making the decision, not the people with the stripes. They're not making any decision. It's the people on the room. In this particular case, Rizzoli will be mm-hmm. the one. Hey, listen, if you're Rizzoli, you have 20 cases or 10 cases of VAR in all the Serie A. You're telling me that you are sitting on the chair with another three guys, another two guys, and then you can tell, you, you're going to be able to tell me, yes, it's a penalty, no, it's not a penalty. I will take Rizzoli. I will take Rizzoli. Whether it, my, for the right, for the, you no, know. My point is that they went to see it. It's not a problem that they didn't go see it. Okay, that happened in the past. In that case, it would help. But I think that if we look at the last, if we look at the last five penalties, five six penalties, they did go see it. And some people looking at the same thing say that it was not a penalty, and some people said it was a penalty. How can you look at the same thing and you say it was not a penalty, and some people said it was a penalty? But that's why you have a majority. You take three out of a, a two out of three, or three out of five. Pete. That's what I'm saying. Not the ref. The ref is only one person the only, the only making issue, that decision. The only issue I have with the challenge is you're going to have the VAR check anyway consistently checking, and you're going to have the silent check consistently checking. So like Gaetano said, you know, if you're getting the call and the guy goes to see, the question isn't so much, you know, why isn't VAR working? It's we have to try to get it right or, you know, the referees, for example, I think the major problem this year that we've seen is is the handball rule. The handball rule has been the most inconsistent thing, in, not just in Serie A, you know, within all the top leagues, because you have one referee that sees it one way and another referee that sees it another way. Is it the intention? Is it the... There's, there's too many parameters around a handball, you know? Uh, intention, how far away is it from your body? You know, in the case where the Napoli-Fiorentina game, they got a handball. Uh, DeVry, you know, just recently versus versus Napoli, had a handball, touched his hand. It wasn't intentional, you know, but they didn't call it. Versus Milan, you could say the same thing. Calabria, Calabria was he wasn't looking, bad. not intention, whatever, gets the Yo, call. But your buddy Rizzoli but said there was a penalty. God, you know? Wait a moment, Rizzoli, you just but what is the natural sense when you're jumping? When you're jumping? And the ball is on your back. What is supposed to be the yeah. natural position of your body? Like yeah, speaking this? to the mic. Yeah, speaking yeah. to the mic. Okay, okay, okay so, but that has nothing to do with not going to the VAR. 
Yeah, that's that's, that's not going to fix anything. Right, that's not going to fix. That's totally yeah. different. You know what? Where, where it might help? There was uh, in in with uh, Fiorentina Juventus. There was a play where Petzella, I think, it was Petzella. Uh, Ronaldo was running. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was yeah. Petzella or it was another defender. Yeah. And and the guy it op- wasn't Petzella. The guy yeah. opened his arm, and he was not looking at all at Igor. the. It was Igor. And he found at him. Igor. Yeah. He was not looking at all at, uh, at yeah. the ball. At the ball. You know, he just went. He saw Ronaldo, and he, he, he opened his arm. Now that one, they didn't go see it. When they uh, commented, they said there was a penalty. So there. Maybe that would have helped. Yes. They would have said, "Okay, Ronaldo could have told Saudi, oh, go check that.' Right, because I got hit. So that that would have a challenge. There was another one where uh, Quadrato was running into the area, and the guy hit him in the face. Yeah, they said that that was a penalty. That was not checked. Yeah. Okay, so so that in that case, in those two cases, maybe it helped. But in the last six, seven penalties, they did go check. And they still came. We still cannot decide whether it's a penalty yeah. or not a penalty. But aren't they supposed to be checking that anyway? Because if it's a foul, potential foul in the area, they're supposed to check because it's a penalty. So there should be a right. sign bar already. Set so up in that so case. somebody is checking, but since the referee did not call it, and I think there's a protocol which says, okay, I saw it because they keep talking. The referee says, I saw it. It's not a penalty, okay. and and it ends like that. In that case. Maybe what you're saying and what you're saying, maybe it's going to work because the the um, the uh, the coach could say, "Hey, I want to see that." Exactly. When the referee say, "No, it's not penalty," then maybe when he goes see it, that play that I'm talking about, you can on, call on the, Maybe exactly. then once you go see, it, says, "Okay, maybe Definitely that's a, a penalty." Definitely a positive in the positive direction. Right. That's so. Why. Yeah. yeah, it, it, it probably it, it could help for sure. It could help, Quite but in the last six penalties that I saw, they all went to see it. Some people say it's a penalty. Some people say it's no penalty. You know what I, I will do? I will let somebody, which is the chief of all the referees, make into decision. Not Sorry. the ref, not the referees on the field, because there's always some bias. You know what I will do? I no, would like to check Anto, the social medias of all Anto, of those guys you, Anto, to find out you who they're cheering for. You yeah. are, you are missing. Phone. You are missing the, the point. point. What's the point? The point is that Rizzoli, okay, they they said that when Ronaldo did the the, the bicycle kick. And Calabria went up. He came back and he was with the back to, so he didn't even know where he was. Yeah, he made okay? his body bigger. Right. He, but he made his body bigger. According to the rules, that's a penalty. Okay? That's, that's what they. That's what Rizzoli I, said, I, right? Rizzoli, if you want a head, he's the head. So he's that's what he said. So what you're saying is Rizzoli said that that's a rule. But when you look at it, when I look at it, when he looks at it, he goes, harsh. "Are you supposed to? Harsh, yeah. Are you supposed to jump? When you jump, your hands have to go up. Mm-hmm. When you come down and you have mm-hmm. the back, you don't, your hands are not supposed to be like this. Right? You don't even know no, where you right, are. Right, yeah. So it's not that it's the rule that is wrong. It's yeah. not the the, the referee, application. He's following the rules. Right? Yeah. The referee is uh, is applying the rule, and the, that's the rule. It's a penalty. And that's what happens. So you have to change the rule, not what you're saying. Rizzoli is saying that that's a penalty. But in the beginning of the season, there was a similar case with Cagliari where there was a, a, a corner kick and the guy had the ball. And when the guy had the ball, the defender turned around and he hit his hand. Mm. That was not a penalty. 
That should have been a penalty. I think they were saying because it was a shot on goal. Ronaldo's was a shot on okay, goal. Okay, but it doesn't make a difference if it's a handball. It I'm just saying what I think. Yeah. Right. That that, that's what they said. But I heard the referee, okay, one of the referees, this guy was a former referee. He said it does not make a difference whether it's a shot on goal. If it's a handball, yeah, it's a handball. It's, it's inside the area. Matter. It's a penalty. Yeah. And I agree with him. There was another call actually on the Juve Milan game that Cuadrado had a handball too when he was sliding. A lot of people were talking the, the about that. The rule says that when you if you slide, it's not. So okay, ground. so that's why I wanted right. to bring it up because people were talking about that. Yeah, that because if you uh, trying to protect yourself, he had yourself, one against Atalanta too. Juventus, it touched his hand when it's when he slipped. Mm -hmm. If you're sliding and then you have to protect yourself, you have to put your hand down to protect yeah. yourself. So it's in the rule book that's not correct. Right. Given a penalty. Right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I would. Uh, okay. I think that this whole penalty thing is it's it's crazy. They we, we're, giving, we're giving too many opportunities to score a goal on occasions that most likely would not have. You went from a most likely not going to score a goal to most likely yes going to score a goal, mm -hmm. and people will burn the system and do anything they can to be able to get away with it. So if it was me, I would said you need to take a good hard look at the end of the season and figure out how do we make less penalty kicks less because a penalty soft, kick is yeah. too easy of an opportunity to score a goal too many soft penalties that are going on that shouldn't be penalties too. less what happened Pete I was going to say indirect uh, indirect fouls in, in the box because oh, that's man. part of the rule book those are, those that are we crazy. don't apply you put 100 people on the wall over there <laughs> I'm not opposed to it if those you get, want to get rid of all the penalties, those get crazy. I'm sick of. Uh, I am sick of them. Or the no. questionable penalty, you just like Peter said. Hey, I happen to agree with you ah. again, Pete. Today's twice. <laughs> Jeez, what's going on? You guys so, okay? I don't know. Okay? No, Pete. I think it's. I'll take that. I mean, no, but it's part kick, of the rule. It's part kick, of the rules. Yeah. You could have indirect. Stop the game and then uh, hey, it's not penalty One, now. It's 50-50. May okay, I'll get. I'll get you an indirect kick. One That's really all. good um, note that we'll end on um, that we've been saying for a long time on this podcast since we started. Um, Cagliari, they banned three racist fans who were caught um, singing racist chants. Mm -hmm. They banned them for life. Good. From the Sardegna Arena. It's about time. A great movement. A great three, movement. They, three they players, start doing. they found them on camera. They checked their names. They worked with the police, the local police. They got their names, and they are no longer allowed to go to any events at the stadium. But they arrested? Oh. No, I don't, no, just, th I don't I think, think they're arrested. Okay. Oh, Very good. So this good is job. Finally. This Cellino, right? Good job. What's the name of the no, president no of the Cagliari? No, no. Cellino's uh, Brescia. Oh, what's the name of the president of Cagliari? I don't even uh, Tommaso Giunti? No. Uh, it's a great idea. He's an Inter fan, by the way. Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you see how it Giulini. goes full circle? Giulini. Giulini. Yeah. But that's yeah. actually really good. Cagliari is one place that they've had a lot of problems with it. But at least, hopefully, it's a good direction because when one does it, usually the next one, it's easier for the, the next people to, to do To put it. their foot down and uh, continue But at least it's what it. we said. Yeah. You got Very the videos. You got the good law job. enforcement. And it's good. What I'm really happy is that they didn't ban them just for a couple games because that's you. Exactly. Yeah. In, England, in England, they do that too now. Yeah, right? yeah they do for life. Yeah, okay, they, they have for done life. that for, uh, for years. Been doing it for a while. And that's how they stop. Good statement thing. from guys. Cagliari. Anything else? Uh, I want to say a few, a few other things uh, uh, to all our fans. I said, uh, okay. listen, guys, we, except for Gaetano because he's been working. He's one of the few guys that works over here, according to him. <laughs> so, uh, according to him. We're, <laughs> we're not be wearing, all, all of us, we're not be wearing the suits and all the stuff, but uh, we are here prepared. To just take the challenge of anybody that wants to challenge our technical knowledge. Oh my God. Fighting over okay. here? Easy. You didn't easy, tell us Mike. about this. Easy. Yeah, I didn't hear about this. The fact that we love the game and the fact that you guys Support are us, supporting right? us yeah. day in and day out. Because this is the main reason for us to be here is because uh, you guys are, uh, are the biggest fan that we have. And we are your fans. So uh, 
Aside from that, do we have any merchandise on sale or uh, no? Nothing's on sale. Nothing on sale. But I tried. I tried. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Marco and Mike, they actually sponsored the Viareggio's team that is going to uh, to Italy, right? Yes. Uh, team. Yeah, yeah. the jerseys uh, look good. Peter, they do look good. And Peter is one of the they're coaches. So the, you, you're one of the coaches. No. So the, if you're one of the coaches, they're screwed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do? <laughs> what do you on do? the board. Oh, Peter is on the board. Okay, on the bo- what board? The, the board like that or just oh the board? Peter is on the board. Anyway. Please don't keep the hinter mentality into the Viareggio's team because we want them to be winners. Okay? Okay. And uh, for all of you that you're going back to school right now, keep up with your studying, keep, keep up, you know, keep up with your A's. Okay? Uh-huh. And then uh, we we'll take rate, it from there. And rate the podcast. Rate the podcast. Even actually you can study while you're listening to the podcast or watching the podcast. Very mm-hmm. good. Okay? And then until then, you've rated with the five stars. Uh-huh. And we'll take it from next week. Perfect. Right? Sounds good. good. Yeah. As always, guys. Thank you for watching. Talk to you soon. Ciao, guys. Forza Verona! <laughs>